Blog Talk Radio. And all who are thirsty, and all who are weak, come to the fountain, and if you are
Deep cries out too deep, deep, 
to worship God. You were created to be loved by God and to love God. And without that relationship, without that encounter, without that experience, listen, God is alive by his Holy Spirit in the earth and is moving among the hearts of men and women, children, teenagers, stirring a people to a faith in him, to a belief, to an understanding, to an encounter with a living God. He's not a statue. He's not some wooden idol. He's not some rock carving. He's not some figment of an imagination. But listen, he's alive. He's a spirit. And he says he wants to be worshipped in spirit and truth. He wants you to have that heart-to-heart, face-to-face, spirit-to-spirit connection, that encounter that truth where you drop your walls, you peel back the layers of your life and allow God to peel back the layers of your life so that you can be vulnerable and open and begin to communicate, begin communication with the living God, what we call prayer. Dialoguing with God, journaling. Listen, God wants to speak to you. God wants you to pour out your heart before him. Meditate on him. Meditate on his word. But listen, he wants to speak. He wants to lead you by his spirit. He's the shepherd for a reason. God wants to speak to you. And unfold his plan and allow you to discover your destiny in God as he leads you step by step. Why? The steps of a righteous man, the steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. And so God is ordering steps. He's carving out a path for you before you even know it. The word of God says before the foundations of the earth purposed good works for you to do. He purposed an encounter. See everybody will have their some type of Damascus Road experience or some type of Jonah experience or Moses experience. Listen, it may come through a burning bush, but it may come in the belly of a whale. It might show up in a lion's den. Or it could show up in a manger full of animals. Listen, God is speaking to people not only in the temple, not only in the streets, not only through angels, through signs, through wonders, through circumstances, through storms and trials and tribulations. Everyone's encounter is different. That's why we can't really compare and liken and and critique what other people might encounter or experience or go through. Because, listen, everybody's relationship, everybody's experience, everybody's encounter is different. 
the relationship that I would have with my wife, who at one point was my girlfriend, and before that, my friend, the relationship and the understanding and the knowledge that I'd have of her would be different than the other friendships in her life. Just like your relationship, whoever's listening tonight, with your parents or with a parent or with a child or with a spouse or with a neighbor, my understanding of those people in your life is going to be completely different. The interaction and the relationship and the friendships I might build with those people if I ever got a chance to meet them would be completely different than the experiences you've had. And in a life manner, when you approach God and you begin to communicate with God, when you begin to pour out your soul before the Lord, seek Him with all your heart and open up to His Spirit, open up to His Word, open up to His voice leading you, how God communicates with you. And how God speaks to you, even the tone and the overtones in what might be conveyed or spoken are going to be completely different from what another person experiences. You know, if you've ever had children, and I haven't, But I know in dealing with with children, even in children's church situations, or in settings where I had to oversee uh, a child, the way you speak to one child might be different than the way you speak to another child because their understanding or the way they communicate is completely different. And when God speaks to his children, it's different. Some people are more sensitive than others. Some people are more hard-headed than others. Some people are softer than others. Some people are more obedient than others. And so God deals with people on different levels. Depending on their spiritual and their emotional makeup. See, he knows our frame. He knows that we're but does. He knows our thoughts. He knows the end from the beginning. The New Testament said Jesus knew what was inside of man. He knew what was in man. And we all know what's inside of ourselves. Through careful examination and evaluation, you know what you're capable of. You know what your boiling points are or what your limits are. 
You've got a general idea. But you don't always know what's going on with another person. But God does. And so the Lord wants to speak to us and he wants us to speak to him in a personal in a genuine in a certain way. See, there's different kinds of prayers. There's intercession, there's supplication. There's praises. There's pouring out and groanings. There's pouring out your heart before God. There's all these different types. There's warfare prayers. Confessions, there's declarations, petitions. We'll get into all these. As time permits. And as the week goes in uh, to the weekend, we'll discuss these various types of prayer. We'll get into different ways to communicate with God. We'll get into different ways God speaks with us. Because what we want to know, bottom line, is does God want to speak to me? Does God have a plan for my life? Does God hear me when I pray? Most of us want to make sure that our prayers are getting past the ceiling. And we want to feel like we're doing something of worth or something with substance. That's why it's important. Whatever we do in the kingdom of God, we've got to do it in faith. Whatever we do in the kingdom of God, We've got to do it in faith. You know, the word says faith works by love. Faith works by love. And that the greatest three gifts, the greatest three things you can possess and your accomplishments that, that God would smile on would be to walk in the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is faith, hope, and love. It's a gift and it's a fruit. It's given to you by God and it's manifested through the Holy Spirit. 
So how do we see God in the sixth chapter? You get into Matthew six six. Let's turn there briefly. You know, the disciples wanted to know how to pray. All right, so in the sixth chapter of Matthew, Verse 5 And when you pray You should not be as the hypocrites are They love to pray standing in the synagogues And in the corners of the streets That they may be seen of men Verily I say unto you They have their reward But when you pray Enter your closet When you shut your door Pray to the Father which is in secret, and your father, which is in secret, shall reward you openly. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions, as the heathen do, for they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not you therefore like unto them, for your father knoweth the things they have need of before you ask him. After this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not to temptation. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespass, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. So that's Jesus' take on prayer, starting off. He says, look, when you pray, don't you don't have to get together in these large gatherings and clamor on in front of men and women and act as if your words have something to do with it, that you're going to be heard from God because of your much speaking. He says, no, look, better off, go into your closet and shut the door. Go somewhere private. Go somewhere secret. Go to the secret place. Go somewhere where you're not going to disturb others or be seen of others or or be disturbed. And shut your door. And your father, which is in secret, shall reward you openly. So you go to the Father, you keep what you and the Father do between you and the Father, unless he tells you to shout something from the rooftop, or he tells you some revelation or some warning or something to share. Many times, kingdom business needs to be kept in our hearts. We've got to protect it.
got to protect it. There's a certain security, a certain protection, certain provision where we learn not to cast our pearl before swine. We keep what's holy and sacred between us and the Lord. And we celebrate the Lord and the things he's done and the things he's given us. Not of ourselves to boast. But we celebrate our God. Jesus said when you come before to pray, say, Our Father which is in heaven, hallowed be your name. That's the first thing he's saying. Look, Father, you are set apart. You're holy. We hallow your name. We magnify, we lift you up. We glorify you. When something's set apart, listen, there's nothing else like it. Stands out. Even when it's not trying to, it just stands out because of the qualities it possesses. And see, kingdom things, spiritual things, stand out. Integrity and godly character stand out. Love and, and genuine peace in the midst of the storm stand out. Why? These are Jesus qualities. These are God, Holy Spirit qualities. Inside, yielded and willing believers. And, you know, we're all trying to bear the fruit of Christ. The Bible says God is in us to want to do of his good pleasure. He's given us everything we need for life and godliness, that we could do all things through Christ because he strengthens us. But apart from him, we could do nothing. That's why we have to humble ourselves in God's sight so he can lift us up in due season. Listen, he says if we don't faint, We'll reap a harvest in due season if we faint not. If we draw near to God, he'll draw near to us. As we draw near to him, as we approach him, as we come to him, we've got to believe that he is. Believe he is every bit of who he says. He says he's a rewarder for those that are diligently seeking him. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. It's funny how God's kingdom multiplies and and adds. The devil's kingdom divides and subtracts. He's always separating and taking away, but God is always adding, multiplying, taking dominion and authority. The difference between salt and light, light and darkness.
praise the Lord. Well, if you're just tuning in, this is Prayer International Radio. We're going to take a small break. If you want to check us out on the website, we're at www.prayerinternational.org. You can always email us at prayer at prayerinternational.org. And if you want to call in, we're at 619-638-8458. Right now, we're, uh, calls can come in if you want to listen in. I don't know when we'll be taking callers. I don't have a switchboard up just yet. Hopefully, that will change. And so we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> 